On today's edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast, the big three on offense through the air, Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, and A.J. Brown, they're lighting up training camp. On the other side, do we have concerns about the slot corner, Avante Maddox, and his long-term health? Also, who are the most important backups for the Eagles in 2023? All that and more on this Tuesday edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Eagles, your first listen each and every day. Shout out to the everydayers for making us your first listen. Monday through Friday right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Louis DiBiase, joined as always by my co-host and the birthday boy today, Gino Camilleri. What's up, brother? Not too much, man. It's August and football is right around the corner, Lou. And this is my favorite time of year. You hop on and all of a sudden you're getting all these updates from all of the training camps around the NFL. You're seeing little clips here and there. And today we get fantastic news that your quarterback who arguably could have been the MVP last year is not only succeeding in camp but he seems to be the bell of the ball surgical is what it sounds like Gino which is exciting it just sounds like everything I said Mm -hmm. this on the show yesterday it's all just feeling like almost muscle memory now for him progressions going through reads footwork accuracy that's scary when an athlete like that can get to that level mentally and with confidence and you have the weapons he does it sounds like Devontae Smith and AJ Brown to nobody's surprise are completely tearing up the secondary and the things you're hearing now are how they're starting to connect more on some of those back shoulder throws and those yep. timing routes. And these are the things that we've always wanted where you can grow with a young quarterback and a young wide receiver. I always look at the model of Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers are a little bit older at that time, but where you're able to bring in this young receiver at Devontae, who at the time yes. his route running was unbelievable, i.e. Devontae Smith. Smith, i.e. A.J. Brown, and you can work those little nuanced details of these routes, which take time. It's not just something where you can come in as a wide receiver and produce right away, especially with a quarterback like Jalen Hurts, who he didn't have the best accuracy to start, but then all of a sudden he's this completely different quarterback where he's bang on and he is accurate and you got to have these guys that you can trust to go up and catch the football and have great wingspans and can get yards after the catch because they know to win it's going through Jalen it's going through Devontae it's going through AJ Brown because right now the connection that they have is only the tip of the iceberg it's only going to continue to get better you're only two weeks into camp Right, exactly, and they're only heading into year two together, A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts, year three for Devontae. Yeah, they're five years Jaylen. younger than me. I'm freaking yeah. so much older than you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's your Avante Maddox day, <laughs> yep. 29. Yes, sir. Um, no, yeah, I mean, I think you actually made a good point I haven't really even thought of, and last year, not that they were non-existent in the offense, but you're right about, like, the timing routes and, like, back shoulder plays. Mm-hmm. That wasn't really – I wouldn't say that's not something A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith did last year, but I think that's a part of the game, like, when they're – so on the same page with their quarterback that you're going to see that a whole lot more. And that's just Mm -hmm. another type of explosive play that you can bring into the fold. So that's something I didn't even really think of that with Jalen now, just trusting and knowing where they're going to be and putting the ball in the right spot so consistently. That that makes it so tough for a corner to defend, already having to deal with those star talents at receiver and then that kind of timing and anticipation.
combination, just a brutal nuclear combination. And it sounds like he's continuing to have that connection with Dallas Goddard as well over the middle. Yeah. And Quez Watkins, your boy, seems to be shining each yeah, and every so single far, so day. Good. And that's what you want. When you go to camp, right, you only get a limited amount of reps, especially in the Nick Sariani era, right? Mm -hmm. These practices right. aren't yeah. two hours. You don't have two a days. Today we was talk about the first time they wore shoulder pads. Gino. Yeah, they <laughs> – Brandon Graham said it was like the first day of school. They hadn't yeah. really even been practicing up until this point. But you do have to have those walkthrough type of practices to get that timing. But when you get to the pads and things are just a little bit quicker, Lou, this is the type of result that you wanted. Because a lot of the time in training camp, the defense is much more advanced than the offense because the offense usually has to come in with a new coordinator. They have to learn the new language. It takes a while to install. Defenses can go out and fly around. Well, when yeah. your offense is making as many one-on-one -on -one individual plays as they are in camp, that's promising. And the idea of muscle memory, Lou, that's what it has to be. It has to be efficient where you're mm -hmm. getting the best out of each and every rep that you are able to go out there because in this world – where you're only getting a couple practices a week, maybe even a couple padded practices this entire month before you go play a game, this is when it matters. And to hear that result out of your big three and the guys like Dallas Goddard and the Jalen Carters of the world on the other side of the ball, the guys that are supposed to step up when the pads come on, that's promising. And I'm excited that it comes yeah. through your leader in Jalen Hurts, who what a sicko putting the picture of him Walking off the field with I the know, Chiefs confetti <laughs> as his background on his phone. You Who's don't think that guy wants that to win that? that? I love whoever found that. It was, I think, Brandon Graham's live stream of mm -hmm. all the rookies singing as they do every year. They make the rookies Gotta go tune up on in stage. every night. Make sure you yeah, do Yeah, so. and I always run through a lot of players stream it live on Instagram. I always go to BG's stream, mm. obviously, right? It's the most entertaining. But somebody yep. caught, zoomed in on Jalen Hurts in the, in the front row, zoom in on the, his grainy phone to see that it's a picture of him walking through the confetti. But, hey, man, it's motivation. Going. I love it. Yeah, but that's Jalen Hurts for mm. sure. And I think that's why you're seeing the results so far in training camp. He looks mm -hmm. stellar through two weeks, and we've been talking so much about the new arrivals because that's the exciting new thing, but the quarterback just being lights out every day is something that you can't overlook even when that's an expectation. And, mm -hmm. you know, again, with the chemistry thing, that's so important for the NFL. Like, obviously, quarterback play is the most important way to sustain winning games, right? Mm -hmm. Top-tier coaching, general managers, line play on both sides of the ball, but chemistry in the passing game – like New England, Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady in New England and in Tampa Bay for as long as they mm -hmm. were winning championships. Mahomes and Kelsey. A lot else on that roster is ever-changing. It's Reed, Kelsey, Mahomes. I mean, you mentioned Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, the rapport that they built up. Look at Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Pretty much any team that's been mm -hmm. consistently good for five-plus years, they have at least one of these connections, and you're seeing that, too, with Cincinnati, of course, Burrow and Chase and mm -hmm. you know T. Higgins. And you have to have not only the trust, but the players to go and do it. Because it's one yeah, thing to have guys and have a quarterback that can throw the football, but it's another yeah. to make those plays. Well, right, you know, like Carson Wentz and Zach Ertz had great chemistry, but it was a limited connection and what mm -hmm. kind of plays they can make. Yeah, now you're talking about these timing routes, right? How many times have you seen Aaron Rodgers throw a touchdown to Devontae oh, Adams where yeah. the ball's out of his hand before Devontae and even makes the, right the move at the too. top of his stem? Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. Jalen Hurts, if you take a step back to last year, Lou, we looked in the beginning of the season and we're saying, was it out of not trusting Jalen or was it the offensive coordinator didn't seem to know? But they didn't have 
those little option routes, those little, yeah. what are we going to do against the blitz? Those things well, where you have to, to kind of trust your receiver. I, and I, I, yeah. that's where we're at. You have seen enough to yeah, go right. and trust him. To now, you know, with that connection with Jalen's improvements in the passing game, that that's something you should be implementing right away. But I, I would mm-hmm. say from the start of the season, yeah, we didn't know the step that Jalen was going to take as a passer. So I think it makes sense why it wasn't there for a bit. And now you have that. And now not only are you ahead of the curve, but you're not handcuffed at all. This kid isn't handcuffed. And that's the scariest part, right? Like let Jalen Hurts out of the cave and or out of his cage and let him cook. Like let the kid just be intelligent at the line of scrimmage. Let him go up and look at coverages. Let him continue to grow and be more than just an athlete. Look at Patrick Mahomes, what he said. He's like, the first two years I was just playing football, and he's like, now I'm actually reading the defenses. Figuring and it out. It yeah. takes a lot. The NFL is like learning a new language when well, it what comes was it, Tom to Brady defenses. that said when somebody asked him about retiring, he's like, I finally mastered this game on a mental note, on a mental side. Why and it took him 20 years, now? right? Like, it took me 20 years to perfect this game and fully figure it out. Mm-hmm. Why now would I stop? And so, you it, have to have that want and that will to continue yeah. to do that. And at 24 years old, with the connection that you have in those guys, with the trust that you have in the offensive line, this is the result. And efficiency and positive production is mm-hmm. what you need. Just get 1% better every single day in camp. And yep. as long as you're not taking steps back in Camp Blue, where you go and look at the guy behind Jalen, Marcus Mariota's thrown, what, four interceptions and Has seven that sounded good from a passing and... perspective? Yeah, Mariota has. <laughs> and then Jalen just strong. lights out up top. Yeah. But I think we knew with Mariota, I mean, you're bringing him in for his mobility. And mm-hmm. I'm sure in Absolutely. games, hopefully he'll be better in the preseason, but at least QB1 is stellar right now through training camp need. through a week and a half. All right, Gino, let's flip the script. We're going to talk some defense coming up next. Concerns about Avante Maddox and the slot on defense? We'll get into that coming up next right here on Lockdown Eagles. And guys, today's show is sponsored by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Lockdown Fantasy Football host Vinny Lyre to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your rosters. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Pick of the Week. And this one's all about if you want to wait on running back. A lot of zero RB strategies going around now in fantasy leagues. Maybe you, you're going to wait on, you know, Christian McCaffrey and Austin Eckler and, you know, pretty much that entire top group that you'd have to take over a Justin Jefferson or a Jamar Chase. Let's say you want to go receiver. Looks like we're going to head down to Detroit and take Jameer Gibbs here. And, you know, I think a rookie that I think we're glad, we're kind of surprised Detroit took as early as they did based on value and, you know, how you draft and what you do with that position. But Jameer Gibbs, from a fantasy perspective, coming in, DeAndre Swift now is in Philadelphia. Yeah, they signed David Montgomery. But for the value of where you're going to get him and the complete overall weapon that he will be for a team that's pretty balanced and is going to run the football, I think Jim and Jared Goff throws to his running backs. I think Jameer Gibbs, if you want to wait, that's a really good value pick a few rounds later if you want to go receiver heavy or let's say you're a, team, a guy that takes Travis Kelsey or a Patrick Mahomes. Very reminiscent of the James Cook pick for the Buffalo Bills last year, in my opinion, where it's a crowded running back room, but who's going to give you the most bang for your buck? I think it's Gibbs. Why were they okay getting rid of DeAndre Swift for next to nothing, sending him to Philadelphia? Because they know what he can do. And if you're in a PPR league, especially, do you want a third down back that's going to go and get you at least seven to 10 points, in my opinion, per week, just in the past game? And then what happens when they figure out that this kid can run 
mm-hmm. like a bat out of hell. He's going to be a stud down the stretch, that's for sure, in fantasy. For sure. Vinny Lyre from Lockdown Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy title this year. And eBay Motors knows winning a championship is about each player being a perfect fit on your team. Same with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle, right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks and struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it. And they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC up, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you know you've got everything set up for success from the get-go with eBay Guaranteed Fit. Everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. eBay Motors, let's ride eBay guaranteed fit only available to us customers eligible items only exclusions do apply. All right, Eagles fans, we're continuing on this Tuesday edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. Shout out to our everydayers Monday through Friday for making us your first listen. Geno training camp heading into week two. Today was the first padded practice of camp. And I think it's interesting because on both sides of the ball, there have been tons of standouts. And I don't think there's been really many people that are struggling. Uh, we mentioned Marcus Mariota in segment one. I think Nicholas Morrow has not done much to make people feel better about the linebacker position, at least from what we've heard. Christian Ellis is getting first team reps consistently mm-hmm. with Nicobe Dean, which is a little concerning. Um, and this guy I want to talk about because we really don't a whole lot. And it's interesting, but it's not that he's struggling on the field right now. He's just still trying to get healthy. It's Avante Maddox in the slot. And we all know when Avante is healthy, He's an elite slot corner. There's not many guys better than him. Last year in nine games when he did play, he was great. The issue is he missed eight games. Mm -hmm. But you look at 2021, two years ago, how good he was, earning that extension. That's a guy that you need on the field. And so hopefully this year, he's still dealing with that toe injury that he said today during his press conference he played through in the playoffs because he, of course, wanted to be a part of that run. I think this is a guy that I'm not going to say he's a complete Jenga piece where the whole team falls apart without him, but they need him out there because in the NFL now, there's a lot of teams that have three really good receivers. There's a couple in your division and a lot of star receivers move inside the slot. Just mm-hmm. look at in your own division in Dallas, CD lamb plays primarily inside and the Eagles don't move Darius Slay and James Bradbury around, or at least they haven't in years past no. with Gannon. So Maddox is an important piece and he's got to stay a lot healthier than he was last year because he's a great player. And the proof is in the pudding in the NFL that the Eagles, they now have a guy to coach the nickel position because they know how important it is. They don't just sure. have a corner coach. They brought well, in slots another are, guy. Know, in a spacing league, slot players on offense too, so crucial. The difference is Devontae can go inside a lot, Dallas Goddard, A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. On this side of the ball, again, Slay and Bradbury are not in there. No, and there's a reason why they're cross-chaining Zach McPherson there. There's a reason Josiah Scott is still hanging around this team because Mm -hmm. they know that that position, it's been something that they've continued to try and invest in time and time again. I mean, look Look at how good Patrick Robinson was for this team. Yeah, Patrick Robinson, Nickel Roby Coleman. I mean, Cravon LeBlanc, all those guys played huge roles for you at some point in their respective seasons when they were there, right? And Cravon LeBlanc might have had the biggest interception for you in the entire season in that playoff. Oh my gosh, crucial in the 2018 playoff run. And look at Avante Maddox when he's on the field. He's fantastic. Yeah. And the threat of a great slot corner or a slot receiver, 
is so much more abundant in today's game mm-hmm. where guys are motioning around. They want to win on matchups. They want to set up two-way goes where they yeah. can use your leverage against you. And you have to be a top-of-the-line athlete to play that position. Not everybody can do it, and Avante has done no. it at such a high level. And, and he's I such think... a natural kind of player for them, for yeah. that spot, you know, right? An undersized, athletic, he's smart. He can tackle. Yeah. Short he can area, do all the things that they want him to do in that area. Exactly, and when you look at, I know you mentioned they have Josiah Scott back, and he played a lot in the slot last year at mm-hmm. times when Maddox was coming in and out of the lineup. Um, but they, outside of that, I don't really want to rely on Scott again. They don't really have a natural backup slot corner. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at, um, of course, as you mentioned, Zach McPherson is cross training, but he's really never played in the slot before. Greedy Williams is not a natural slot. Kelly Ringo certainly not, at least as of right now. And you don't have a Chauncey Gardner Johnson who came down back mm. into that natural position he played in New Orleans last year. You really don't have that safety. I mean, Sidney Brown could probably play inside better than Edmonds or Blankenship, but Edmonds and Blankenship to me aren't like CGJ type of players where I trust them one-on-one against a CD Lamb on the slot. No, that's the thing that I'm terrified of. And yeah. even a bigger guy like Darren Waller, who I keep right. going back to. You don't have to. a Malcolm Jenkins, man. I mean, Malcolm Jenkins used to play in the slot all the time. It was reported today, though, uh, I believe by Jimmy Kemsky, that they were running some three safety looks. They had yeah. Kevon Wallace, Reed Blankenship, Terrell Edmonds out there as the big dime type of linebacker, which that's probably going to be his role, Lou. Like, it might not be your favorite pick, but he might be the best suited guy for the job. He did it in Pittsburgh, and they're going to have to find somebody to do that. And it sure. might be a collective approach. and. Zach said that he was cross-training for this position sometime last year, about halfway through, but he's never really seen game action there either. So the the only way to win here is to keep Avante healthy. And right. it's unfortunate that he doesn't have the best track record. And that's the thing about the National Football League that makes it so difficult. It's like this guy you just invested in, he's so good when he is on yeah. the field. But do we have to find an upgrade? Because the times he isn't on the field – it can come back to haunt you. And when you went down yeah. Chauncey Gardner, or when you went down him last year and you had to move Chauncey around, then that moves well, before that, Josiah, around as well. well. That too. Josiah Scott, you have to put out there. You have to yeah. make everybody climb the depth chart that they might not be ready for. So yeah. hopefully, fingers crossed, this kid is healthy the entire season. I agree. Because he's a top five nickel corner any oh, yeah. day of the week. And, and last year, when he again, when he played elite. 2021 he played all 16 games he was incredible and that's what earned him that extension but before that he has suffered injuries at times in his career 2020 he played in 10 games 2019 12 um, 2018 13 again take that with a grain of salt too though because they were running corner by committee basically and he wasn't always a starter at times um, he was playing safety at times in 2018 too Mm -hmm. but I think you know last year he just could not stay on the field and I don't think it like killed this team. Obviously they made it to the Super Bowl, but you know, I think he's a sneaky underrated piece of the puzzle that we really don't talk about enough because he's sandwiched in between two elite boundary corners, but Maddox is very important in the slot. Nowadays, again, you need to have good players on both sides of the ball. It's a, it's a tough, again, with both sidelines receivers get to use, you got to have an explosive guy there. And, and Maddox mm-hmm. is that guy by far. There's a big drop off. There's like you know other spots you know when when it comes to backups for the Eagles there's it's not a huge drop off like look at defensive tackle corner especially in the slot I think it would be so yeah you don't want to lose Maddox what, what would you say that kind of leads to our final topic 
Who would you say are the most important backups on this team? Like if an Avante Maddox went down, like I think suddenly Josiah Scott plays a crucial role or Mm -hmm. whoever decides to jump in there. Are there certain players or positions where you're like, if this guy goes down, this backup can have a, like the impact of him is massive. Like whereas linebacker, you know, I don't think that plays a huge part, right? Zach McPherson for sure is yeah. probably my number one. I would have to say I think it's evident why because Corners of how can kill you, man. They can kill you. Oh yeah, they're... I mean we've seen it, Lou. How long yeah. did we have to sit here and suffer having guys that couldn't I mean, run Michael in a Cat. league where you what had to run? <laughs> yeah, when Devontae Bosby had to be out there. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, and even before that, the Kerry Williams, the Bradley Fletcher, like you got to have very good athletes at that position and. The good thing is, though, Lou, they have a bunch of young corners, so I'm excited. It, yes. it seems that they're trusting Job a lot with the twos so far, and Makai Gardner like it, yeah. has been playing pretty physical, it seems like, in the first day out in pads. And the thing is, it's going to be an approach by committee at that position. So can you pick a true backup outside of Zach who would be the instant impact starter if Avante goes down mm-hmm. in that secondary? I would say no. But if I go a little more inside, like let's say Jordan Davis goes down, how important is Marlon Tui Pelotu for? That's you a good one. Forward? Yeah, because you'd really don't outside of him have another natural nose tackle type of defensive lineman. No, you're calling interior. in Dominican Sue or Linval. Yeah, Joseph are you bringing back Linval? Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, you probably are. So Tui Peloto, yeah, super important. I think too on the other side of the ball, another lineman, Tyler Steen. It looks like Cam Jurgens is going to be the right guard. Mm-hmm. Do you know, I mean, yep. from from all accounts from reporters, it sounds like it's not even, I don't want to say it's not a competition, but Cam seems like the guy unless mm-hmm. something happens. Tyler Steen is crucial because he wears so many hats. Like that could be your primary backup at right guard. It could be your primary backup at left tackle mm-hmm. and right tackle, both tackle spots. You know, even he might end up playing all like four or five positions up front. And especially if Lane Johnson goes down, we saw the impact of that with Jack Driscoll on the right side. Tyler Steen's not going to be Lane Johnson, but he would have to be better than Driscoll last year. That held this team mm-hmm. back so much. I saw PFF said Jason Kelsey's the Eagles' most important non-quarterback, which you could make the argument for. I would, I might say it's Lane Johnson. Every time he's out of this lineup, the team looks different. So I think Steen is crucial too. And I think there's a handful of guys you could throw Dennis Kelly in there as well. Bringing sure. him in as yeah, a for the same reason, reason is an, yeah. is a great move this time of year. I mean, it just makes you feel at ease, right? It just that's how I felt with that signing. It wasn't like you, exciting. I'm like, okay, we got somebody that has a lot of starts. You're bringing in a guy who can pitch the seventh inning for you after your starter like, gives you six through. clean innings. Yeah, right. we just got to get to our closer if that's the yeah, case. And right. that's how kind of Big V was for a little bit. I think. The floor is what Big V was as a player. When you look at Jack Driscoll, has he gotten to where Big V was? Close, but I think he's been less reliable at times. Yeah, I'll, at say, guard, I'll say a right guard. I, 2021, when he played right guard, he was that level of player. Tackle, though, last year, he wasn't there. No, I, I totally agree. And he's not big enough, in my opinion, to withstand uh, right. that tackle. That's or why athletic. you bring in Tyler Steen. That's why you bring in mm. Dennis Kelly and maybe the backup center role, Lou. Like, who is it going to be? Brett Toth is taking second team center snaps and the guy's a natural right tackle and yeah, you're talking about he safety. can't snap the football people are saying right. <laughs> he can't get the ball off the backup offensive line so far does sound like they're struggling which has been part of Mariota's struggles too mm. um, but you know you're right at center especially if they don't want to move multiple like you mentioned at safety last year if they didn't want to move Chauncey down and suddenly there's a new safety in the backfield mm. replacing two players if Cam stays at right guard Instead of like, I would of course move Jurgens inside to center and put Steen at right guard. But the Eagles traditionally don't like doing that. So you're right. If Jurgens stays at right guard, I mean, 
who plays center? That's a, that's a big spot. It is a big spot. And you got to be able to snap the football. I mean, what Kenny Gainwell said today in their running back room, they have a mantra that you just listen to the damn center. And how important is that to a young quarterback in Jalen Hurts? And how many teams surround their young quarterbacks with veteran centers for that exact reason? Because you yeah. need a guy that you could trust to be your second quarterback. And it's going to be interesting when one of these guys does go down, Lou, because it's the National Football League. You know you're not going to make it through like the Eagles did last year with 21 out of 22 starters. It's more likely to be closer than to what happened in 2017. You'll probably find an average between the two the seasons. Ground, yeah. But who's going to step up? And to see guys that the Makai Gardeners of the world, the guys that are a little bit under the radar stepping up in camp, that's, that's the exciting part where you can see that you have guys that are ready to step up when called upon, but when the lights get pretty bright and it's a game, we'll yep. see in 11 days from now, who's ready to roll out there. Crazy enough, man. Less than two weeks away from the Eagles mm-hmm. first preseason game. So that's exciting. We got you covered right here on lockdown Eagles Monday through Friday, covering all things training camp and preseason as we we're only on it's August 1st. It's crazy. We are mm-hmm. getting close to the regular season. So make sure you subscribe to the only daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast on all podcast platforms and on YouTube as well. We're part of the lockdown podcast network, your team every day for Gino Camilleri. I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. We'll see you tomorrow for another edition of the show. Shout out to our everydayers. We'll be back Wednesday through Friday. I'm Louis DiBiase signing off as always. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening. And let's go birds. Fly Eagles fly.